0: Welcome to New Piney Grove Baptist Church, where one of our core values is Christian education. Let's tune in to this week's message. Father, I thank you for an opportunity to be the vessel that you use. I count it an honor and a privilege because you can use anybody. You've used the rock, God. you used the donkey. You can use me. So I submit my members to you, God, that you might use me for your glory. Someone in this room needs to hear from you, God. And I was the first partaker, so I thank you for your word. Lord, I pray that your word would meet people at their place of need. I thank you in advance for the yokes destroyed. I thank you for so saved souls today, God. And I thank you in advance for just resonating in this place. That your spirit would have free course. And that God, somebody, somebody in this room will have a moment with you that they've never had before. And I thank you for it in advance, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. My title is giving him something he can feel. And if you you'll show your age if you recognize that song. <laughs> your age is show up. But I'm going to tell you the song came back from Curtis Mayfield actually composed and wrote that song for a so- uh, soundtrack uh, for Sparkle, the movie and uh Aretha Franklin sung it in that soundtrack and then later in 1992 Uh, in Vogue Sunday, and that's probably the one that most people remember, giving him something he can feel. And in the lyrics, the lady, the intent of it is the essence of the song was she was giving this man something that was different from what other people had gave them, something that would be undeniable and that would attract that man to her. And so I started thinking as I was reading the scripture, and the Lord gave me that scripture, that this woman did something Different. She did something different, and I I I gave the uh, Luke scripture, but it's also in Matthew and also in Mark. uh, Talks a little bit, and I'll pull a little bit of those in because it all talks about this same story, but they explain it kind of in a different way. They give light on it a different way. Now, this woman having a flow of blood for twelve years, who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment. And immediately, her flow of blood stopped. Immediately, her blood flow stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, master, the multitudes throng and press you. You say who touched me? Peter was wondering what was wrong. Jesus, all these people in here who touched you. But Jesus said, somebody touched me, for I perceive power going out from me. Now when the woman saw that she couldn't stay hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared in the presence of the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her daughter, be of good cheer your faith has made you well go in peace now if you look in mark 5 it says mark 5:27 says after hearing about jesus that's not in the in the luke she said after hearing about jesus she came up behind and touched him and she thought if i could just touch his garment i will get well In Matthew chapter 9, it says, verse 21, it says, For if within herself, she thought about this, in herself, If I may touch his garment, I shall be whole. The scripture suggests that this woman touched Jesus in a way that he felt it, that he wasn't feeling from the other people that was around him. Now let's examine the scripture. It points out that first this woman had a need. She recognized that she had a need. She recognized that, and she points out that she exhausted all the measures within her own capability to meet this need. I think about how many of us try so hard to meet our own need. And Jesus is right there. She had a desperate need. And when she came to the end of herself, Jesus stepped in. That's a freebie. You don't have to come to the end of yourself. Jesus is already there. So I think that Jesus probably waits to the end of your extent of yourself. Because he don't want to share his credit. He gets all the credit. And when you got your hand in it, sometimes we can feel like we did it. But this woman had a desperate need. She heard about Jesus. And then she thought to herself, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I believe i would be made whole. Desperate times made desperate measures sometimes. She something about her touch caused Jesus to feel it and it withdrew power. Now Peter said, look, there's a lot of people in here, Jesus. But others were pressing up against Jesus and they didn't get no power. The scripture doesn't say power came from them other people touching him. Why not? Was there something wrong with their relationship? And and keep in mind, when you see the disciples, the apostles was around Jesus first, then the people. They would have been the first to touch him, but wasn't no release. Were they not, was their worship not real? Were the relationships intact? Were they there for the entertainment? You know how some people show up to church for entertainment. But this woman's touch, Jesus responded to her touching him. She did something different than the others did. When I went back to the scripture, I came up with three things that I believe this woman did. The first thing I think she did, she humbled herself. Why do I say she humbled herself? The scripture says she touched the hem of his garment. That means she had to get real low to get on the hem of what he was wearing. She came low. You have to humble yourself in the presence of God. She didn't come with pride, feeling like Jesus needed to be happy. She came. She didn't come thinking she was entitled to the blessing because she arrived. She came broken. She came ashamed. She came just like she was. But she was humble because she knew she needed what Jesus had. The second thing I believe happened. She came with the word. The scripture said she heard about Jesus. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What did she hear? That she humbled herself and came. Maybe she heard in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And then the word dwelled among us. Maybe she heard that. Maybe she heard, maybe somebody mentioned to her that he's Jehovah Rapha. Maybe somebody, maybe she heard he was a healer. She might have known might know what Rapha was. Maybe she heard he was a healer. Maybe along the way somebody mentioned he has no respect of person. Maybe somebody told him he was able Somebody told her something that made her humble herself and come in faith. The third one being faith. She went there in faith, believing what she heard about Jesus. She maybe somebody told her, hey, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Maybe they told her that when you pray, you have to believe when you pray. Maybe somebody told her it's the confidence that we have in him. That if you ask anything according to his will, he hears you. And he hears you. You can have that which you petition him. Maybe somebody told her that. What I realized quickly, there was a principle at work about Jesus. There's a couple of times in the scripture where you can see that the blessings of God are on automatic. Like in the Old Testament when the people were on one accord and Jesus had to mix, I mean, God had to mess up their language because of what they were doing because the principle was in effect. The reason why I said it had to be a principle in effect because Jesus said he perceived power going out. He didn't turn around and extend the power. The power went out automatically. So this woman did something that released power out of Jesus automatically. I believe she humbled herself before him. She went with the word she heard and she brought it in faith. And when she did that, she tapped into the power of God that healed her body. She tapped into the power of God, which healed her body. When I was younger, I don't do it no more. I'm a UFC type fan. But back in the day, they used to have the world wrestling. And they probably still have it. I just don't watch it. But they have the, you know, they used to have the team concept in wrestling. And you would have one guy in the ring fighting all he can do. And he tired. He'd get to the end of himself. And if he could just make it to the edge, he could tap out and somebody else could tap in. The person he tap in come with all power because he's over there resting. He can tap out and take a rest. And you know what else they could do? They got, they got five to ten seconds that legally, before the, sec, the one that's in the ring, has to get out. And if you ever watched it, that one get a couple of licks in on his way out the door. You ever see that? He'll be then tapped out. And he's still taking punches on his way out. And the one that come in has all power. He's just strong. Because now the one that's in the ring on the opposing team has to get all all the way back on the other side. Sometimes we need to tap out. And tap Jesus in. I believe this lady, she tapped Jesus and he came in. The principle is humble yourself. Hear the word and then come in faith. Humble yourself. Hear the word. Come in faith. Humble yourself and hear the word that he is Jehovah Jireh. Come in faith and tap in. Provisional show up. Humble yourself and hear the word that he is Jehovah Nisi. Come in faith. And tap in to your banner. Humble yourself and hear the word that he is El Shaddai. Come in faith and tap into his sustaining power. Humble yourself and hear the word that he's Jehovah Gabor. Come in faith and tap into him being the God that wars for you. Humble yourself and hear the word that he's the great I am. Come in faith and see him be whatever you need him to be at that moment. Humble yourself. God is waiting for you to humble yourself. You know you ain't got it together. And as much as makeup and clothes that we put on, we, listen, Jesus knows that you ain't got it all together. You've got a need whether you acknowledge the need or not. And the principle here is you've got to humble yourself before God. And God, I need you. He's waiting. He's waiting for you to tap in. He's waiting for you to humble yourself. He's waiting for you to bring the word to him. Humble yourself. Hear the word. That marriage is God's idea. And tap in and see what happens to your marriage. Humble yourself. And hear the word. When you train up a child in the way he should go, when they're old, they won't depart for you. Tap in and watch God deal with your children. You don't have to come to the end of yourself. You just got to come humble. And hear the word. And let the word Come in faith, that he's able to do it. It's up to you to give God something he can feel. It's up to you to bring him something he can feel. Where well, there's a release of power, and it's up to you. It's a principle that I believe is on automatic. This woman came humble. She brought the word, and she had faith. Jesus says she responded to her that her faith had healed her. I encourage you. The principles of God are on automatic. There's some things that just happen. That's why people who don't even come up in the church can tithe and see the result of that. Because the principles of God are on automatic. This woman was able to tap into something that we all need to tap into. Desperate times calls for desperate measures. I'm here to encourage you to humble yourself. Get in the word of God. Take a promise back to him in faith. And see God show up in your situation. Thank you, God. Everybody standing. If you don't know the Lord, you have to tap into his saving power today. The blessings of God are available for those that love him, serve him, worship him. For you to tap into the blessings, you need to tap into his saving power. And it's available for you today. The principle even works in saving power. It takes you to humble yourself to come before God and know that you need to be saved. I don't want to assume that everyone in this room know Jesus. Because sometimes we live off the Jesus that grandma told us about. Mama telling us about, but I just don't quite know him for myself yet. And if you don't know him personally and have that relationship with him personally, this is an opportunity for you to tap into his saving power. And I'm going to invite you to come, and the ministers are here. And they're not going to embarrass you. They're going to go in the back with you, and they're going to pray with you and for you. And it takes you to humble yourself. We all had to come that way. But humbleness is important to God. So if you're here today, I'm going to offer an opportunity to you. Thanks for listening. We pray that you have been blessed by the message. Visit us on the web at npgbc.org for contact information, service times, or directions to our place of worship.